everybody, this is uh, Terry here, and we got episode two rolling. Um, Want to talk about Sunday. Uh, I was down here trying to record episode two, and lo and behold, it just would not come. Um, sat down, spoke for about 15 minutes, and um, the message just was not there. I was trying to podcast on the call to serve and there's too many distractions too much going on and ultimately I decided to go ahead and try again so uh, today is Wednesday Um, I'm recalling that this is a how-to podcast and I want to be able to help people uncover what they're looking for so believe everybody's searching maybe it is service maybe it is new life maybe it's a girlfriend maybe it's a house maybe it's a car um i wanted to recap on a few things that uh i talked about last episode and we got lily here um messing with stuff so you might hear a little background music (laughs) And so we were going through the first uh, few years of high school, college. Um, Thank you, Lily. She's got a piece of drywall. We're down in the basement. Uh, Sauna is heating up, so hoping I can do about a 15-minute rip and then maybe 15 after. So um, we were recapping through college and just kind of how that first couple years went, the storm of 2015. And um, I wanted to recap basically the fact that I believe I missed out on a few things in college, um, being with the right people and surrounding myself in activity that I really enjoyed and that would actually get something out of. So I recommended some club sports. Uh, I did actually go to um, Reno. It was Sparks, Nevada, um, for a competition team. I was on uh, the construction management, VDC, virtual design and construction, and I was an alternate on the team. So I got to go and basically be a part of the alternate competition, which meant that uh, basically we had one day to compete and Lily is climbing the sauna and she's up in the rafters. We had one day to compete and the rest of the time we spent hanging out, playing uh, poker and drinking. So a lot of college was doing things the best I could and the best I knew at the time. I want to tie this back to my timing of deliverance, and it just takes time to be able to learn that as you look back, perhaps that wasn't the best way to do it, and it takes time to get to where you can see that the way to do it is different. And um, I wanted to say thank you because I've decided to do this for your, for you guys and in turn I'm helping myself. I'm helping myself grow 
Um, I'm 30 days sober today, so um, I quit chewing as well, and Katie didn't even didn't even uh, recognize. So I guess that's kind of a good thing that um, she she never even said anything about it. I never even told her. So I think some things you just got to do yourself and just walk on it. The more you talk about it, I feel sometimes the better. And it can be a vice versa where you can just talk too much about it and eventually you'll crumble. So I've been through some spells of sobriety. And mostly the difficulty comes in waves. And the uh, things begin to build in your life, the pressures, the people, um, the areas of life that you enjoy, certain things will be brought into you um, where it would be easy to uh, succumb. So I want to bring you to two weeks ago. It was our project executive's last day with the company. And so Monday night we went out to a really nice sushi place and I was really blessed because Jimmy, he's one of the superintendents on the job. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was there and told me, um, you know, a story about how when he quit drinking and he's been sober about 20, 25 years and it, he's just an inspiring guy. He always has a smile on his face and he tells everybody to be blessed. And so I love this guy like a father and like a brother because he is my brother in Christ. And so I told, uh, you know, I, I took a look at the drink menu and then I said, can I please have water? And this is a paid for uh, dinner, you know, we're having a good time. It's Josh, his wife, Jimmy, uh, another superintendent, his wife, and then a final superintendent. And um, it was really enjoyable and more so empowering that I knew I was just good. And so fast forward two days and we went to um, a really nice steak and seafood place. I show up a little bit late, and the first thing I'm asked, what are you drinking? And so I say, hey, give me a menu, because there's an ins uh, a few minutes, actually, where I'm really contemplating in my mind, what if I just have a glass of wine with my $50 steak and um, just... Would I be able to enjoy it? And uh, after a while, the waitress comes back. It's probably five minutes that I've kind of had to sit in this um, kind of unknown state. And I realize I've already made the decision. And I go back and and forth. This is just the honest truth, but... I have to recall I made the decision that I'm not going to drink ever again. Once that decision is made, some famous quote, Michael Jordan, somebody's, once I make a decision, I never have to think about it again. 
Unfortunately, I'm not that good yet, but I'm getting there. So the decision was made. I said, can I please have a glass of water? And I wasn't that proud about it. And uh, she's like, yeah, of course. And we just had a great night eating delicious food. And uh, they asked me, why why aren't you drinking? And I told them, well, you know, I'm going to be out of work this summer. I'm going to be traveling across the United States in my truck. And I want to be able to live as cheaply as possible. So I'm practicing. And their response was, well, you're not paying for dinner tonight. And I knew that. And... That was it. That's the experience. Um, I'm worried about Lily. Hopefully she got down from the rafter. But, so I want to talk about how to. How to get sober. Um, The first thing you got to look at is your will. And your desire. If your will and you want to be sober, eventually you won't have a choice. It will come. And it's just going to take time. I told you last time it was about five years before I got to the point uh, where I am now. And I had wanted to quit smoking and, and drinking for a long time. And eventually things were built into my life where I knew I could do it and not look back. And I want to describe a few of these things that I started off with. And I might go back to the college years in a future podcast, but I want to uh, bring you in on another how-to, and it's how to own a house. So I got to graduate um, had great grades, and had interned with um, a concrete company and a stone veneer facade company. And I I decided I didn't want to go into the subcontractor field. I wanted to work for a general contra- contractor, and it was mostly because my brother um, had started working for one. And lo and behold, I got a job with the same company, and it was it was cool. Me and my brother working for the same company. Um, he's my older brother. The guy, you know, has always had my back. And in high school, it was kind of the same thing. He was a senior. He was a senior the year I was a freshman. <clears throat> I having some throat issues. I uh, on Monday. This past Monday, two days ago, I met up with a buddy of mine, and it's been a while since I've uh, run 10 miles, but um, I told him because I I relayed one of Chad's um, part of his creed to him, and it was, my team expects me to be physically harder and mentally tougher than the competition, and immediately... um, my buddy thought, man, I'm, I'm a part of the team. I have the ability to lean on somebody if I need to, and they need to be able to lean on me. 
and it struck him and uh, I haven't talked to him since but I, I told him my plan and I told him about signing up for my first ultra and it's the weekend after uh, I'm hopefully going to be at the basic course with Chad and it's 100k and it's my first ultra and I haven't even run a marathon but I've run a half marathon uh, up in the mountains in Sedalia Salida yeah and it was awesome so I'm going to put 100,000 steps on the ground that day and I knew that to get there, I need to start now. So I run five miles probably three to uh, two to four times a week. And so I decided I was going to put 10 miles down that day. And it was the first day of daylight savings, really Monday. Um, so I knew where I wanted to go, uh, Waterton Canyon. Me and my buddy Jan had hiked there uh, just a couple miles in, a couple miles out uh, a few Fridays back. It was nice flat ground, uh, dirt, and that's my favorite type to run on. I love trails and dirt. So I told him, you know what I'm going to do after this? We were meeting up just to chat, and uh, he needed some gas money. So um, hooked him up, and you know we talked through some things. And then I told him, you know what I'm going to do for the team today? I'm going to go run 10 miles because my team expects me to be physically hard and mentally tough and I don't do it because I like it so I get to the spot it's it's six o'clock and I know the sun's gonna set at seven and it was a pretty nice day so I wasn't worried I had a long sleeve shirt on I'd been drinking a ton of water and when I run I don't bring anything with me I didn't have my watch, I didn't have my phone, I didn't have water, I didn't have food. It was me in the trail, my shoes, and 10 miles. And I got to mile two, and I said, mm, you know, maybe I'll turn back at two and a half and just get my, my regular five miles in. I got to mile three, and I saw some, uh, well, I, I just ran past two and a half. I was like, well... I've set a standard. I said what I said to the fact that now am I going to be a liar? If I don't, I would be a liar if I didn't do it. I thought about running eight miles. I thought about running nine miles. I thought about running seven miles. And eventually, I got to mile five on the marker. That was the cool thing about this trail. I hadn't gotten that far deep. But every half mile was marked on the trail, and it's the start of the Colorado Trail, which I hope to do um, after I get married, because that's really the only time to do it, is late summer when it's all melted out. 30-day journey. I'll take I'll I'll be there. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the podcast along. So um, so my schedule so far is May 1st. I'm free. I'm not working anymore. I'm loading up in the tundra. I got solar on the on the tundra so I can boondock. I can be out and I don't have to mess with nobody. And I got 300 watts and about 450 amp hours inverter controller fuses. 
all the above so I can be my own sustainable rig. It's going to be bad. So May 1st, I'm going out. Hopefully, uh, meet up with some friends in Missouri on the way to uh, Georgia. And I'm going to meet Chad Wright, Chili, Blake, and Krista, hopefully at the basic course. After that, uh, the third weekend is my first ultra. Um, It's in Divide, Colorado. So I like high altitude because I live in high altitude. And um, I want to come down to the low altitude and show you guys what high altitude training is like. Um, It's different. And... I think that's kind of what would set me apart, hopefully, if I ever come, you know, last man standing race. There's a last man standing uh, that I'm, I want to really sign up for. It's called Lost Man Standing, and that registration opens on the 21st. It's for June, June 4th, and it's a 24-hour if you don't get lost. And you got to compass and you got to self-orient yourself through 24 one-hour loops and if you don't make one loop you're out so that's going to be a fun one to really uh study and train for that's why i got to go to the basic course so um i'm really excited i'm gonna pause here 17 minutes 18 minutes in and come back after the sauna it's hot and i'm ready to recap i'm gonna listen to this back and then hit you guys with um, about 10, 15 more minutes um, for today. So, love you. All right, what's up? I'm back. So, took about 45 minutes in the sauna, um, re-listened, and went over a few notes. I started this podcast as a how-to, and it's how to get sober. So, bullet point number one, check your will. If you want to get sober, it's just a matter of time. It will happen. It just takes time. Number two, build a life worth living. This was a big step for me. Mentioned last podcast, probably the biggest influence on this was meeting Katie, my future wife. Number three, surround yourself with good commitment. That can be your job, that can be working out, that can be building. Um, Some future podcasts, I'm going to go into the projects I've done just to kind of share with you uh, the feasibility of owning a house and getting projects done. I'm going to grab Lily because she is messing with shit. I'll cut that out. Um...
So I got a little sidetracked. Listening back, I mentioned how to own a house. Bullet point one, show up every day. Number two, live with your parents. Spend close to a year uh, living with my parents, straight out of college, saving money. And then point number three, buy as soon as you can. There's no good time. You just have to go as soon as you can. I brought you to the 10-mile run, and it's because I was coughing on the podcast. I got some water now. I'm doing doing a lot better. But I'm going to name this podcast Set the Standard. And the point is that once you say you're going to do something, do it. Every time you go against that, you will seriously fault and you'll begin to go against yourself and it's an internal battle that you'll begin to lose. Eventually you'll see that you can't even be honest with yourself and at that point it becomes very discouraging. If you set a standard, stick to it. And so I want everybody to set the standard. I think next podcast I'm going to kick Lily out of the room. Uh, She was just outside in the rain. We're getting a heck of a storm here. So finally, I talked about my schedule. So May 1st, I'm about six weeks out from this point. May 1st, I'm hitting the road. During the first two weeks of May, I'm driving. I want to hit up my buddy Michael in Missouri and maybe Bob, uh, a church friend of mine who has a farm and some some steer. Learn, Learn the farm life. Basic course, second weekend. Third weekend is the 100K. Fourth weekend, I plan to go to Uray to check it out. Um basically for that lost man standing race, which is June 4th, calling that fifth weekend. Sixth weekend, I believe is the bachelor party, Um, going to float some river somewhere with uh, brothers, brother-in-law, friends, have an awesome time. Seventh is get married. Eighth weekend is chill and get ready for Costa Rica. We're planning to go to Costa Rica for our honeymoon. And then after that is most likely get a dog and hit the Colorado Trail. 30 days, um, 480 miles. I started reading a book uh, called A Walk Through the Woods. And it was after Chad had a guy on his podcast who had walked... I think all of the Appalachian Trail and I started getting really into it and just the the thought of through hiking and setting a goal and never quitting it seemed like it kind of brings all of these pieces together the through hike standard so I've told you here today that I'm going to do it So, 
Now I don't have a choice. It's been decided. So I ran through the few things. I'm going to go back to how to set your standard. If you want to know how, I think a good point is to set a creed, to have a creed. This is something you live by, something that you can check your actions against, and something that if you're not always hitting, don't feel bad because a true creed will be difficult. I'm going to start writing my creed tonight. And I'll turn it over to you next podcast. Your creed sets the standard. And from there you live the best you can by it. I believe in the word of God. And that being the highest standard. So as you'll see next week, most of my creed will be biblically based when I signed up for my first ultra marathon, there was a section in there that said, what do you want the announcer to say when you cross the finish line? And I decided there was only one thing. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. To God be the glory. And I was thinking about that, that phrase, to God be the glory. And I didn't, it sounded too, you know, churchy for me. For somebody to say that over the microphone. And then I realized that there's no other way to say it. Because it puts the emphasis where it belongs, on God. I was thinking I would say... You know, I believe God, or God, you know, something with I would always come up. But the easiest, most direct way to say it is to God be the glory. That's why I'm doing this podcast, is to glorify God. To help those seeking and searching the path. And to write my own path. I just turned 30 years old. And I feel like the, the 20s were the hardest years of my life. It was the first time I was alone. And having to make my own decisions. And having to live with integrity and honor. There's a difference between honor and integrity. Honor is what everybody else sees. A man can be honorable by his actions seen by others. Integrity is between you and the Heavenly Father. It means something when you do the right thing, when nobody else is looking. It means something to to yourself, mostly. When you do the right thing over and over and over again, 
all the fear begins to drop away. You want to set up your lifestyle in a way that there's no reason to lie. There's no reason to lie to yourself, to your girl, to your parents, to your family, your best friend. You want to set the standard and live by it. As soon as you remove lying from the equation, your life will begin to really shine. I'm going to cut it there. I love you guys. We'll talk. I'll have the creed and I'll share with you what I built mine upon, what questions I asked myself so you guys can hopefully uh, hopefully make your own. It's time to set the standard and begin to live by it. Love you guys. Peace.